Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily Beer Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Hope you had a great weekend as well. Uh, you know, look, we uh, had such a listless kind of a several, uh, really went on for about a week and a half as we wrapped up the month of uh, kind of the middle to the the, the, the last week of, of April. And then, boom, here came this big, big pop higher, uh, of course, following mega cap tech earnings that uh, came in very, very strong last week. It really lent uh, more confidence to the market that these earnings estimates have been cut so much, probably cut way too much, frankly, and that we're not seeing a recession. You know, the fears have been overblown, that kind of a thing. And frankly, we're getting back to a very common theme of young bull markets, which is what we believe this is. Uh, bull markets like climbing a wall of worry. We've got plenty of fears out there, don't we? Possible World War III. Uh, uh, banking crisis, of course, had another takeover of First Republic overnight by J.P. Morgan and uh, following Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank in New York. Uh, fears of a recession, of course, high inflation, Fed rate hikes uh, coming this week. As a matter of fact, uh, Jay Powell and his merry band of money printers and their FOMC uh, committee will meet on Tuesday and Wednesday. And, of course, in the presser and uh, Jay Powell uh, will sink the markets, try to crash the markets Wednesday afternoon which is what he, he likes to try and do. Probably why the market uh, fell today, by the way. And uh, also concerns of a uh, potential U.S. government de- debt default if they can't reach agreement on, on a budget. So all of these fears, right? Yet the market keeps advancing. And that's, again, that's that's the whole thing. That's, that's bull markets love climbing a wall of worry. We think that's what's happening here. Uh, Dow Jones today, uh, down 46 points. We had decent gains most of the day. But again, I think there's some concern about what Jay Powell is going to say on Wednesday because he tends – he is the worst. This is not just because Tyler and I may not like Jay Powell very much. Uh, he seems like a nice enough guy, but he's just done a horrible job. Uh, whether there are mistakes or, or errors or not, the, the Fed has made five – this is the fifth – Major policy mistake or error, or again, maybe some, maybe it's purposeful that's happened uh, under Jay Powell's tutelage as, as, as Fed chair. And, uh, you know, the, the previous four, I mean, without question, anybody watching was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're going to crash the market. And then boom, you know, maybe that again, maybe it's purposeful. Uh, there's a funny, Video going around that I just retweeted. It's not for the faint of heart as far as from a language point of view, uh, but uh, you'll have to watch it. There's a lot of truth to it. It's a deep fake, uh, but uh, Tyler just sent it to me. It's pretty funny, and I think it's a lot of truth into it, to it. Jay Powell is the worst performing Federal Reserve Chairman uh, on 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 uh, on rate decision day. They can they 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 come out with their decision. It's at two p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. And then 30 minutes later, his pressure starts. And when that happens, from that point forward, this, the performance of the stock market is the worst of any Fed chair on record. So that's, I think, one of the reasons the market sold off into the close today. Just a little bit. Nothing big, though. Uh, SVO 100 today, uh, it goes very quiet. Down one, one uh, just, just over a point. Uh, NASDAQ today was down 13 points. Rose 2000, our loan advancer, up one-tenth of one percent. But we did have a couple of things that stood out today that were positive. Again, last week, by the way, finished really strong. I'll cover that next. But the transports today were up, uh, 
really up a percent, right? Very close to a percent. Yeah, they were up just just over a percent. And the semis today, after putting in a very lackluster last month, uh, uh, we're up eight tenths of one percent today. Those are two key groups, of course, along with housing. Housing's just been a house on fire uh, down slightly today, but it's been leading. The semis have been leading. They've had phenomenal starts for the year, phenomenal moves higher uh, from the uh, uh, beer market lows of October 13th. So it's it's not uncommon to see them take a bit of a break here. But I think I, I ran the numbers this morning. I think semis are still up just for the year, not even from the bear market lows. Semis are something like 22% uh, on the year. Uh, on Friday, the NASDAQ 100 hit its highest levels since last August. The NASDAQ 100 is up 21% on the year. Uh, SPO 100 is up about 8% on the year, almost 9%. And it had its highest close since February. The Dow Jones had its best month since January in the month of April. So April wound up being a, a, a pretty decent month. Um, and now, of course, everyone's talking about selling May and go away. Uh, of course, not of the last 10 Mays, the market has been higher. And it, it always depends on the time frame. If you go way back 100 years, Mays are actually pretty decent. If you go back to the 1950s, you don't want to be long this market in the last six months of the year, uh, or from, from May until uh, end of October. You know, that's the, the, the worst. So it really depends on the time frame. Uh, what we're going to do here is follow it very closely, watch our leadership groups, again, semis, transports, Tech, obviously, and housing, those are our four. If they're holding up fine and the internals are all right, then, you know, we don't see a real reason to rush and take profits. We think this market is going to continue higher. We think it's going to be a very good year. We're on record of that, saying that now for a long time. Uh, <clears throat> and that's why the VIX, it was up a little bit today, but the VIX, the fear index, fear gauge, is uh, hit an 18-month low on Friday. Again, uh, this is this is what happens. Bull markets climb a wall of worry. The next phase of this market, we think, because it's been the best buy the dip market so far this year that we've had on record. Buying the dip has worked. It's been the, the single strategy that's worked better than all others. It's been the smart money strategy to start this year. Uh, and uh, th the next is going to be the turn. The turn. Because when when the public starts to go, all right. Uh, so, okay. So we're, in a, we're th this looks like a new bull market. You know, Nasdaq's at 20%, semis at 20%, uh, Q's up 20%, tech's leading, housing's on fire, housing's up over uh, 26%. Okay. So, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a new bull market. So we're way, you know, public starts waking up and going, you know, we've got to check our 401ks. Yeah, yeah, we just don't have enough exposure to the markets, and we got to be able to retire. And we'll start to reallocate, you know, and especially if people believe that the Fed's about to stop hiking and begin to pivot, pivot, and uh, have lower rates. So you see more and more money will start coming back into equities. And uh, the public actually has decent exposure to stocks. Yes, who doesn't have decent exposure to stocks? Most professional money managers, like the Bank of America, Bank of America. Uh, uh, Merrill Lynch, uh, the BAML, the Global Fund Manager Survey, uh, shows that uh, they're terribly exposed to equity versus bonds, uh, be, again, being, being professionals, uh, professional investors. So money managers, hedge funds, et cetera. Uh, so that's the turn uh, is, when, is when people start kind of waking up and go, okay, we have to, we have to grin and bear it. You know, we can't keep missing out on these gains. And I think that's what's going to happen next. Um, 
And I think people are going to finally realize that, uh, yeah, guess what? You know, markets do pretty well during a Democrat president. Uh, they actually, over history, have done better uh, under a Democrat than Republican. Okay, what else um, today? A big week, obviously, again, not just the Fed. On Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got earnings, of course. So far, earnings have come in much better than expected. Uh, as of Friday's close, I don't have the updated numbers today, but as of Friday's close, um, SP 500 earnings had fallen 1.8%. Now, that's not good, but it's better, significantly better uh, than they were expected to be. And they're beating estimates on uh, earnings estimates by 79%. That's, that's a pretty big beat. And revenues are growing. Revenues growing by 4.2%. Uh, it was 71% uh, beating analyst estimates to the upside. So, again, there's been a lot, a very nice positive surprise. Everybody's wondering, you know, what, what's it going to take? You know, uh, when, when is the next few going to drop? And when are earnings really going to start to get hit? Uh, there's, no, there's no rule that says that has to happen. Um, and I think what a lot, I think what people are discovering and companies have really figured this out to a certain degree that the, the, the immense pricing power that they have because of inflation. And everyone's, you know, I, I know the bears love to harp on the story about what, what a tragedy this inflation level is for the public. And of course, they're not wrong. Of course, that, that is a tragedy. So many people, this is the, the poorest, hardest. But for companies, guess what? They're able to pass this on. And they are passing these costs on. Uh, so that's another conversation, how they're able to do it. The point is, they're doing it. Certainly the most successful companies, that's why earnings are coming in better than anticipated. And quite, that's, that's the ping pong match right there. Can they, can they continue uh, to, uh, to, 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 to raise prices, even in an economy that is weakening? And it clearly uh, appears to. But again, remember, that's what the Fed wanted, right? They wanted a weaker economy. That's why we've had all these rate hikes. Ten str- uh, Wednesday's rate hike, they're going to hike rates by a quarter of a point on Wednesday. Wednesday's rate hike will be the 10th consecutive rate hike uh, since March of last year. That's a lot of rate hikes. And some of these are, again, remember, a lot of these are three-quarter of a point hike, what three in a row, I believe, they did, memory serves. Uh, I tend to try to block out the Fed as much as possible, but I think that's right. Uh, and so, you know, look, they're determined to make another mistake here and, and they will, they'll be cutting rates by year end, uh, because we do think the economy is going to weaken. Uh, we've been saying it's likely that we have a recession in the third or fourth quarter, probably won't be very strong, uh, but by then the markets will already be, you know, the markets anticipate all this. So it's one thing you can't take the news of the day. And invest on the news of the day because the markets anticipate they are forward looking and they're smarter than all of us. That's why we follow price action and technicals. That's why it's, it's so important to follow what the price action is telling you. Um, <clears throat> Apple, everyone's waiting for Apple earnings on Friday. Again, so we've had 53% of SP 500 companies report Apple. I believe after the close, I think on Thursday is when they report. Um, Let's look at the internals today. This was, again, not a great day. Even when the market was up, the internals were negative across the board. The internals have not been good. That's a concern of ours. We're at 8 out of 12 screens, bullish right now on the VR investing system, down from 9 out of 12. And the reason we dropped is because of the action in the internals. It's not been good. NASDAQ today uh, on advanced decline was slightly negative by about 400 issues. Nothing too big there. Barely negative on volume. Um, 
but there were 198 stocks that hit a new 52-week low in NASDAQ. That's, that number's been high for a while. We don't like that. NYSE had 500 more stocks declining than advancing. Volume-wise, uh, they had about $400 million more uh, dollars worth traded. That were negative volume instead of positive. Again, these aren't huge misses, but or uh, huge negative days. But still, the only positive today was NYSE had more 50 highs and lows by about 40 stocks. Sector watch today. We finished up with uh, four sectors finished higher, seven finished lower. Um, I'm seeing this now coming across the tape. Uh, Janet Yellen. And letter to Kevin McCarthy. Here we go with the fear mongering from uh, our Treasury Secretary. Uh, this is this is this will upset the markets. There's no doubt about it. And it should, this is so inappropriate for a Treasury Secretary to use fear mongering over the debt limit. She's now saying, as this is Janet Yellen, the Treasury debt limit measures may run out by June first. I don't I don't know if she means they're going to run out of money, or that's some kind of a gobbledygook speak. I don't know what that is, but we know it's Janet Yellen trying to fearmonger so they get what they want. It's political. It's a political argument. They're trying to scare the markets uh, into uh, into backing their their position here. So that uh, that's never good for the markets. Most of the estimates I've seen said we have, we're going to plenty of money well into July, and now Yellen I guess is saying maybe by June the first. Uh, second watch again four higher, seven lower. Not much either side. And a commodity watch today, uh, gold today, down $9 an ounce. Silver, uh, it had been up at 3.5% today, only finished up a fraction of a percent at 25.25 an ounce. Copper, uh, also very quiet today, up 4 cents a pound at 3.93 a pound. Crude oil today, oil down $1.04 a barrel at 75.74. And finally, in the day, Bitcoin, uh, 27,944. Down 14, 40, 14, 11. Uh, Bitcoin, after hitting over, breaking over 30, got to extreme overbought on our viewer investing system, extreme overbought on steroids. Couldn't have gotten any more overbought. Very common that a shakeout happens at that point. Uh, we are looking, we have so many things we like. It's hard to say we want to buy Bitcoin again, frankly, uh, because again, if you're finding the value there, is, is, uh, it's difficult. It is. There's so many things that can go wrong, obviously, but we're still watching it. We do not have a position at this time. Again, Bitcoin right now is trading at 27944 All right, folks. I uh, hope you had a great day and even better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.